0: All right, pre-show shenanigans, guys. Guys, if you thought the aliens from a couple of weeks ago was something serious, we have, we have major confirmation right here. The aliens are here, right, Everett? Right? Isn't that, isn't that what we're going, pre-show? Uh or-
1: it was not what I was planning on. But oh. I mean, I, well, you weren't supposed to tell them that because we're not. That that's an NDA we signed. Yeah. So okay. Hopefully,
0: I remember to cut that one out. Probably not. But hopefully,
1: yeah, I stop, remember. Yeah. Stop. Stop with the cringy stuff. All right. This is this is where we're going. This is this was what the pre-show actually was. This is a tweet that I found from uh from the other week. All right. I meant it for uh, the previous uh, episodes uh, pre-show. Well, you which know, turned Michigan was cheating. So I mean, no, we were talking about skiing. That's that was the pre-show. I think we cut that pre-show. No, that the skiing part was still there. The other part of the pre-show was not there yeah we won't Um, we
0: won't bring up what that
1: other no that's it's getting hidden it's it's yeah it's that's in the vault yeah yeah uh but this is this quote is have you ever realized how surreal reading a book actually is you stare at marked slices of trees for hours just hallucinating just balls tripping balls yeah yeah
0: if you really think about it Reading a book is just getting high in an intellectual manner. It's the socially accepted way of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like going to that next level, uh, like transcending, uh, yeah. to the next level, elevating, uh, uh, elevating to that next level of, um, I don't know,
1: cognition, cognition,
0: cognition. Yeah. Like, you know, going to, um, for example, like when people explain the difference between like the second, third, and fourth dimension, you know, like that thought process, I, I think the best way for us to understand it is like pretend that you're an ant right now. Think of that as like the second dimension. Whereas me it, being an ant, pretend you're an ant and you're just with the what are they called? Ant tribes, ant colonies. Ant, Ant tribes. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> no, Ant like, tribes. Ant farm, but like.
1: Sure. Not- See, now you're bringing back other Ant memories farm. from like the Disney TV show. Like that was another thing.
0: Also, mid, mid show, mid show Ant farm, in my opinion. Maybe that sparks a new pre show debate. Screw it. Okay. Let's <laughs> rank all the Disney shows. This is what we're doing.
1: All right. Know. Okay. That's fine with me. Let's do it.
0: All right. We know what number one is, right? Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, right, right?
1: On Deck or the original Sweet Life? Sweet I'm gonna Life say deck? the original. I would throw out On Deck just because I watched that one more.
0: Yeah, that was a little more. I, I am just thinking though, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody in the hotel was was oh packed. fire fire like oh so oh okay. Actually, now that you bring this up, this was not planned. I remember you having a tweet saying this is a disaster.
1: Yeah, that, that was yesterday.
0: When you said this is a disaster, when I saw that tweet, I immediately read in my head, in in the Esteban voice, this is a disaster, uh, immediately. I am now, like...
1: Not Jersey Jerry?
0: No, no, that that's, this is a catastrophe. Catastrophe.
1: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Close, though. Close.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, like, I'm now thinking, Sweet Life's gotta be one. Wizards, Wizards two? Lilo Wizards and Stitch two? up
1: there, and so is Phineas and Ferb.
0: I wasn't even thinking animated. Holy shit! I wasn't even. They're thinking all.
1: I mean, now. we could. I feel like. I feel like animated. That's got to be its own thing. We can't. We can't yeah. include that. That's. That's not fair.
0: We're talking live action. Okay, Hannah Montana. Where is it? Because I mean, I, it's not like we are personally like watching it that much. But if we're just going to talk about cultural importance,
1: yeah. Is
0: that arguably number one? Just because no, of the. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Solino. Don't, don't, don't Holy do that. Shit, that don't was the most disrespectful that. thing I've ever seen. Don't, said don't in my do that. Life. Uh-uh. No no, 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 that's on me. That's
1: Whoa.
0: on me. Whoa. Wait. I, wait. Wait. I put put am like, sorry. Like five. I'm sorry. I just realized uh, Everett, you know who the most successful Disney Channel star is as a musician now, right? It's not even close. Break. He was Nickelodeon, but I oh. like how you're thinking it's Olivia Rodrigo.
1: Damn. <laughs> we I never even, saw I it. it yeah we no, never we watched watch that, that but it is there. her it i is would say her. all right honestly i'd put i put hannah Montana. is hannah behind austin alley it's behind jesse all right just not slapped. Even
0: think oh austin alley banger
1: banger i mean i mean uh come on guys you want to talk about a real banger uh good luck charlie all right we uh
0: oh damn it i just saw a clip over the weekend so gabe also, USC grad. Oh, I did Gabe. see that.
1: Yeah, I I saw this. She clip. does a yeah. cooking
0: show with Bob. Bob Duncan. I don't know the actors. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I I don't know, know his, his name, name either. In real life, But it's Bob and Gabe, and they had, they had Charlie on. They had Charlie on the show, which, based on that reaction, like, genuinely, I don't think Bob had seen Charlie.
1: No, he legitimately I had like, not.
0: I did remember one part there where... Gabe was saying, like, "Oh wow, you never gave me this reaction when we saw each other for the first time in years." Damn, like, uh, uh, but seeing that, you know, warm place in my heart, warm place in my heart, just seeing.
1: That. Yeah, the last thing I'm going to throw out is uh, is kicking it, kicking it, slap too.
0: That was that was Disney, correct? Not yes. yeah, okay.
1: Disney XD. I don't really know if there's a difference, but
0: yeah, those count. Like the other, the other Disney XD is uh, Zeke and Luther. I don't actually oh, yeah. have a vivid memory of the show. I just remember one of the, was, one of those two got arrested. Like,
1: I don't remember which one it was, but one. Well, of that's Zeke, I think it was on Luther. Brand
0: with I Channel. think it was
1: Luther. I think it was Luther. Damn it, Luther! I think, Luther. He, Damn I think it. he got arrested for home robbery.
0: Oh, oh, she.
1: Yeah. The dude from uh, the guy, the same guy who's in Lemonade Mouth. That that dude. Yes, the I know. Guy. Yeah, oh, I know guy.
0: exactly who you're about. Yeah, he's a rapper. Actually,
1: that makes sense. That, you know what that would add up that, yeah that I'm now
0: sense. just thinking about all those Disney Channel movies and shows they I mean it is hilarious thinking about it oh wait wait okay Drake's definitely the biggest anything forget even just musician well I guess all Disney slash Nickelodeon actors essentially <laughs> become musicians but Drake's definitely number one ariana grande is the firm too correct
1: oh i would debate like, with selena though
0: like well i was thinking selena I, olivia rodrigo's not there yet but
1: so you're gonna get murdered by like the, oh the i'm getting I'm, I'm getting destroyed right no
0: matter what here oh I, it ranges above 16 <laughs> people older than me will roast me for this take but
1: i don't like that i think i'm, I'm jonas brothers oh yeah i guess oh shit Demi Lovato. Oh, forgot about her uh <laughs> wow. Selena Gomez uh uh, uh it's Victoria I Justice mean, Drake,
0: Drake's gotta be one big but... time
1: rush oh!
0: <laughs> dude I mean big time rush was a goaded show. Gustavo is so funny.
1: Bangers.
0: Gustavo is so funny on that show, but okay, not not enough, enough of the debate. Enough of the yeah,
1: we, That's gonna have to be a new pre-show. That'll start for another with episode. Reading,
0: guys. We went from reading to that. So yeah, hey, yeah, that'll have to be a pre-show for
1: another episode because we need to get started. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you don't
0: even want to hear my my opinions on language, okay? You don't even you don't even want to get me to there and, and the whole symbolism all right we're not going into syntax
1: uh, today too much
0: but okay all right enough of that wait sorry sorry there's somebody uh mowing the lawn outside even though there aren't lawns uh nearby where i live so uh just give me a quick second yeah no there's a guy there's i can't make this up there's a guy mowing about like an eight by six patch of grass
1: can we can you move the camera so we can see him
0: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe this works. I don't know. Oh no. No. uh uh-uh, Nope. Not even not even gonna track. Not even gonna track. You guys are gonna have to take my word on that. You guys are gonna take my word on that. All right. Okay. Enough of that. Enough of that. We we tried, we tried. Didn't. Sorry. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me reposition a little too high. There we go. That's perfect. Right. Yeah. All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the water boy podcast be halloween everybody we're recording this day early but it is halloween today uh and you know what i i was going to wear my halloween outfit but i decided we're doing a change up okay i was a michigan scout over the weekend don't ask me how i got michigan gear i won't, won't no comment but i'm gonna switch it up i will be angel hernandez on actual halloween got a walker uh, found an MLB ref uh, shirt, uh, and I don't have an MLB hat, but I'm going to just take, going basic, you know, go and make your own costume. I just have a plain black hat. I'm going to tape on an MLB logo. Yeah, that works.
1: Angel that Hernandez. Works. Yeah, and yeah, then that, I have a walker,
0: and then sunglasses because I'm blind, you know. Can't oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. part
1: that's yeah. the key you'll detail. have to i mean people are just going to think that you're just gotcha. making a general statement because basically yeah. every ref is blind but
0: yeah now that i think uh, damn
1: can you get I like the big umpires, chest plate
0: yeah yeah I, I was gonna say i know umpires they don't have their names but each umpire has a number but people won't understand like people won't that so damn it's gonna be a little tough yeah, Shit, yeah you i you might be a michigan scout episode. you don't you don't you don't need to don't need to describe the Michigan scouts. Pretty self-explanatory there. You could
1: also dress up as the unnamed intern, though. That is a...
0: Potentially. Potentially. Potentially.
1: I mean, I'll he does about. have pretty distinctive we'll spin the, I'll, I'll
0: spin a wheel. I'll spin a wheel to decide. I'll spin a wheel okay. about that. You know? We'll, let's meet yeah. in the middle.
1: Um, But... Uh, uh, breaking note, breaking to tradition today. Uh, Grant typically gives a breakdown... Of uh the episode. What and what's Who in the episode the, is Jameis breaking Go tradition on. today.
0: Go on. I think um...
1: um instead of Grant giving out uh the typical, you know, list of things that that are in the episode, uh, I, I'm starting today with a tribute to um Kirk. To I, I now
0: see where this is going. I am seeing the rumors though that vikings and i don't want to talk about it
1: i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it we'll we'll get to that okay okay Okay. but but this is all improvised let's clarify that all right this is this is uh i don't know how long or short this is gonna be but bear with me as i thank kirk cousins for his service labeling this as intro Uh, by the
0: way um yeah
1: yeah um kirk kirk This is a message to you, buddy. I just want to personally thank you for the four or five years, four four or five seasons that you've given to the Vikings franchise, that you have played every single game that you physically possibly could, taking us to the playoffs, beating the Saints in uh, in New Orleans. Thank you for that one. That'll be a memory I always cherish. Uh, Having one of the best wide receivers that the Vikings have ever had and developing him into to being that wide receiver, being a fan favorite quarterback in the Netflix documentary, making everybody still fall in love with you, even though people consistently still shit on you for proving the haters wrong and your ability to win primetime games. Because let's be honest, we, we all know you can, and you have, all right. To taking the Vikings the direction that they should have, they they should have always been in, and being the leader that the locker room always needed, being the glue that the team needed in times where things were relatively unknown and and inconsistent between coaches and GMs, you were the consistent factor there. There has not been a quarterback that we have had that's been an Iron Man like you have, and has played the way that you have. Statistically, obviously, you're not the best quarterback. <laughs> in vikings history you got you didn't get a chance to set that record but if you had gotten to play you probably would have you would have been able to take over Fran arlington this was going to be your season this was going to be the mvp season for you this was going to be the greatest season that you would have ever played and i'm sorry that i got taken away from you but the vikings franchise the vikings fans will always be behind you no matter how different things have been in the past no matter how what idiots say that that you are are the vikings would be better off without you they're going to see how wrong they are and if this was your last week your last game playing in a vikings uniform starting in a vikings uniform i just want to say thank you we will always cherish uh, the memories that we have had and i really hope that uh, that you'll come back for one more season but uh, you gave stability to a vikings team to a position in the vikings that has never really been there and has never really happened before. And to that, I want to just say, thank you.
0: That was beautiful, Everett. And I'm actually not even trying to be a little sarcastic here. Kirk Cousins is a guy where, you know, me included, I've liked to poke fun at Kirk. I I like seeing, you know, the little primetime jokes. I, I find it quite, quite humorous to me. But one thing about Kirk Cousins as, you know, Forget forget the quarterback, Kirk, but let's talk about the person, Kirk. When I saw him after tearing his Achilles, and that's that's one injury where you, you see, see it on his face, you saw it on Roger's face after it happened, you saw it on Kobe's face, you saw it on KD's face. They all know right away what's in store for them and the road to recovery that they're about to face all of those players when it happened immediately, but... You see those players and how they respond, how they react. You see Kobe go back out there, shoot his free throws, okay? You see Kirk sit there, obviously can't go back and play, but you see him getting carted off, cheering on Jaron Hall, clapping up the offense. You know, at the end of the day, when he was getting hurt going out, his only thought was winning that game. That was the only thing on his mind right there. And that, to me, is, you know, a testament to the character of Kirk Cousins. That's a guy where, yeah... You do want him to be your quarterback. He is that leader in the clubhouse, the locker room. He is one of those guys that you can rely on. You know he holds himself accountable, holds others to be accountable, and that's a guy that, yes, you do want him leading your franchise. And so I'm just saying, a couple weeks ago, Everett, a couple weeks ago when Jets fans were out here, like, praying for kirk to come other fan bases essentially being like oh well i mean vikings are done they'll just give us kirk now when those were all going on i still remember you saying no no we're we're not getting rid of kirk he doesn't want to leave he has a no trade uh clause he'll need to waive that anyway there's so many so many pieces involved to trade him uh but obviously this is essentially the worst possible outcome right here tearing your achilles at age 35 awful it just just so bad uh taking the team right back to 500 too uh but kirk you hate to see it you hate to see it for anybody uh despite him being a franchise quarterback your quarterback you hate to see it for anybody but still it's it's a sad way to go out it's awful i i'm not shutting the door yet i thought rogers the career was done he proved me wrong in about 12 hours after i said that so I'm not ruling this out. I'm not saying the career's over. Kirk does not seem like a guy who wants to go out like that. I don't think that's how he wants to look back on in five years, ten years as that was my last NFL game. I don't know. I mean, it
1: that. sounds like it sounds like Kirk's going to stick around, obviously. He'll be on the field. Uh, maybe he'll have his helmet on like he did in the preseason with no pads. Like that's a Kirk Cousins thing to do. Um, obviously, though, it is difficult when that you're on me, a that one... would
0: actually make me tear up and cry. If he was on the sideline the next same wearing his helmet, I think I might just start bawling my
1: eyes. You're you're on that. he's on a one year contract. It makes it really difficult being thirty five, coming off an Achilles injury, and obviously the Vikings, no matter what now, have to draft a quarterback this next year. Like that's just gonna you know, that you're not going to get, there's no quarterback entering free agency that's going to be like what it was for Kirk Cousins entering free agency. I was about and, to say
0: trade for Justin, but the Bears won't trade him to you. So it's not an option. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I, that's going to have to be the case either way. And I mean, Kirk, I guess technically Kirk is entering free agency. but I'm going to assume most teams are not going to be like, I want him coming off his Achilles injury yeah. at 35 I'm hoping the Vikings will sign him. He'll want to sign. Hey, to never under underestimate contract. the
0: Giants, okay? You have no idea what's going on over there.
1: I, I, I'm i hoping that that he'll want to be signed with the Vikings for one season on a lower contract and he can be there. He can start the games and, you know, kind of right off into the sunset. Because if it's me, like, I don't know if he's going to want to play in more years than just one more season with an Achilles injury. He might not be back. And it really sucks to see because, you know, he he's like never been hurt. Like he's been an iron man Man. in the NFL and you know, I'm
0: looking up right now, actually he he in his Vikings career, there's one game. game
1: And that was because that might be the end of the season. He was benched because it was uh week 18. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was in green Bay. And because of that, by the way, because of that, there's been a ongoing since Franz Harkington, no quarterback has started every game two years in a row. And that record has survived Kirk Cousins, the Iron Man of the NFL. Yeah, and so th- this is
0: year six for Kirk in Minnesota, which I'm looking back. Wow, I I, I for 2018 was his first who That seems so long ago. Uh,
1: and I also just want to say this is a little crazy fact, but um, Dante Culpepper, you remember him, the Vikings yep. quarterback. Uh, obviously with. Chris Carter, Randy Moss. I don't know if Chris Carter was still there, but Randy Moss was there still, right? Week 8, 2005. Dante Culpepper out for the season, October 30th, 2005. 18 years and one day from that date, Kirk Cousins tears his Achilles, October 29th, 2023, week eight.
0: I have no comment on that. Uh, and another,
1: and another, just weird, weird instance. Teddy Bridgewater's first career start against Atlanta. Jaron Hall's first career start against at- Atlanta.
0: Hey, the more things change, Everett, the more they stay the same. Uh, weird coincidences. Uh, we we have such a weird sport that we like to call football over here. So it's um it's 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 amazing really but uh kurt cousins i mean awful just yeah uh, no 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 other way around it so like you just hate to see that for anybody uh but we we were discussing earlier some of the other guys to have achilles (laughs) injuries Uh, i i do feel like when i was thinking off the top of my head i i feel like most athletes we see having a torn achilles comes more so at the back end of their career. We're looking at the Rogers, Kobe's, KD's. Uh, I was thinking though of guys like Akers. I I actually, I'm trying to think of another one. Like, is there another like 25, other than Dobbins now, but we'll see when he comes back. But like, is there another like 24 and under athlete torn Achilles and came back? Like, I'm trying to think of one other than Akers and I really cannot think of one.
1: Uh, I'm trying to look it up right now. It's just
0: th- this is. Tariq just a-
1: Cohen, Justice Hill, Marlon Mack, James Robinson. Um, I mean Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, m- Terrell Suggs, is it's such... Michael Crabtree.
0: Crabtree. Uh, Apparently. Anyway, my my point was it's it's. A very rare injury, it feels like. A- and, and, you know, obviously, Aaron Rodgers doing his new stuff over with the GOAT, Elitrash. But, I mean, we we hope for a speedy recovery. We hope... Well, you were discussing this, but I hope Kirk's now joining the Achilles Rehab Center with Aaron and Dobbin. So.
1: The, the main thing is the surgery. He needs the specific surgery. The specific the surgery, surgery, that- surgery. Yeah. And, you know... <sighs> It just sucks because this was going to be his, like, MVP season. And a month from now, he would have been in the MVP conversation, assuming the Vikings' schedule was getting easier. They were winning three-game win streak, pulling ourselves out of a one, I think, one-in-four deficit, one-in-three deficit. And coming back, no Justin Jefferson and doing that, by the way, Jordan Addison looking fantastic. Kirk Cousins putting up career numbers in his, what, 13th season? 12th season? Uh... So... I just really sucks to see that, but you know, on a on a brighter note, um, Jordan Addison is is Jair very Alexander's good at football. Dead.
0: Oh, that as well. Okay, we can we can have some fun. Okay, you guys did walk into Lambeau and beat the Packers by two scores, so uh, there is you know some positive outlook to it. I just want to say, now I know you. Jair Alexander, you guys have a history. I know you guys have, have a deep, complicated past. And so I, I know there's a lot of um, resentment from your side on Jair, but hearing his comments after the game with some involvement, Jordan Addison, for me, that genuinely angered me. Like, some oh, so much he's accountability. Just, like, he's, like, he's
1: a terrible, like, just... He rubs me the wrong way so much because he's all talk and no game. He sucks. I I wish we didn't have clips right now for, for, for this week because I wish you could fucking clip that because Jair Alexander sucks. He is not good. He is not a top 10 corner in the NFL. I, I just saw a clip.
0: It's Jair saying like, Yeah, it was a fluke performance. And he was like, I wasn't even guarding Jordan. It literally cuts to him scoring a touchdown on Jair. On (laughs) his head.
1: Literally got fucked. And it pisses me off because he got absolutely waxed last year, week one, by Justin Jefferson. He was like, fluke performance, whatever. Go to week 13 or whatever. He gets two other dudes helping him cover Justin Jefferson, breaks up a pass and goes, starts gritting and stuff. So he's like, Yeah, I told you guys, like I'd lock him down. Like, dude. If you want to gritty, lock them down, take them one on one. Don't don't have Darnell Savage fucking trying to help you over the top. Okay. If you want to be locked down, cr- cr- like, <laughs> like I, it pisses me off so Very much. Quick side
0: point: there is nothing funnier than a DB getting absolutely cooked. The receiver drops the ball, and
1: no, that's like Jair nothing's Alexander. funnier that's, than that. That, that is is the so definition funny. of Jair Alexander because all of his success. Comes on the wide receiver making the issue, not him making a play. All right, talk that,
0: talk that, talk, ever <laughs> talk that talk on Jair. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys know I, I don't have, don't have much respect for Louisville players other than Lamar, but yeah, I mean, you guys know my opinion on that. Uh, but okay, Everett. Uh, before we fully get into the NFL, we'll you know we'll we'll get through all the other boring stuff first. Uh, so uh. Today, 29th sports equinox in history, Uh, NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL all on today. And you know what? We're going to start off with a bang with the NBA. NBA season back up in full swing. Yeah, we're just kidding. Trick question. We're, we're Guys, we're not talking about the NBA until after the Super Bowl, all right? Well, what the hell? Well, you guys know us. Well, no, we're not talking about the NBA. If you think we're talking about the NHL, you are really in the wrong place. But, okay, I do have a real, real quick thing on the World Series, however, if you don't okay. know. all right. Uh, so... D-backs just demolished Rangers in game two series tied going back to Arizona. And I want to say this from a casual MLB fan perspective that the second football season is back, I am done watching the MLB in total. Okay. So this is me. Okay. From my casual ass perspective, this is a boring world series. Okay. From my casual ass perspective, this is a boring world series, the Rangers and the diamondbacks. I, I you know, I got a, really check in my head like rangers wait i know they're texas rangers but like where in texas are the dallas but like i don't even like really know much of the history with these two franchises or anything however my roommate played high school baseball at a very high level okay you uh went to corbin carroll's high, or not corbin carroll corbin his high school potential dodger starter uh we'll see we'll see hopefully freeman gets on the phone uh but hearing what he thinks of this series has changed my perspective of the sport because he's not necessarily an MLB fan, but a baseball fan, fan of the sport more so. And so in his opinion, he's watched almost every single playoff game uh, this year. And in his perspective, the D-backs and the Rangers are the two teams that deserve to be here right now. They respond when they get punched in the mouth. That's the term I like to use. When they go down early, the game's not over. They still hit. The, the lineup's still hitting, okay? So for them, it is truly a nine-inning ball game. And from his perspective, this is not a boring World Series. If you're looking at it from the team perspective, sure. But if we look at these players, how they're playing, this is extremely exciting. Both teams were not expected to be here. If we think about the Rangers, Everett, now the Rangers' ace right now is Eovaldi. It was supposed to be that guy Jacob Degrom, if you remember. He's out. Scherzer is technically pitching, but he's not—he's not fully he's not healthy great. right now. Yeah, and, and so the Rangers have like stumbled their way in. Uh, like they—they they should not be here right now. The they have looked great. I'm—I'm
1: really I'm not going to lie though, with the Rangers. The oh, oh, the lineup lineup has been great. I wouldn't say they don't deserve to be there. They, they they're surprised. I would say that yes.
0: It's just you wouldn't expect that considering their aces go out that you're like, uh, maybe maybe the stars aren't aligning. Yeah,
1: it's just a little bit different than when the Dodgers aces go out because they still kind of have pitchers.
0: Yes, I didn't want to talk too much about our team, but I I do remember us in like August and they're like all right, or in September, like, all right, if you were gonna tell me we're gonna Walker won't pitch this year, Julio's going to never pitch again after September, and uh, Dustin May's out and Gonsolin out, I would have been like, so we're not winning the division. But, like, if you told me that before the season, I'd be like, wait, you're telling me we win hundred games? Uh, like, if you remember, ever there was a point in the season where I was like, Everett, we're going to win hundred games this year. Like, it, it's gonna happen, and after a month of us sitting there like oh shit, this team is this team is yucky uh that is one thing though, i will say like we always have guys to win the divisions uh but t-backs rangers it's beautiful seeing what's happening regardless regardless who ends up winning this uh series it's a beautiful sports story for anyone who's just interested in the concept of underdogs coming I, i'm
1: i'm it's also a lot closer of a series than i thought it was going to be too same, same. and that makes me most more scared that the diamondbacks are going to win but i will say you know i got to see a team in the world series this year i got to watch them play That's true in person that is
0: correct so i mean d-backs tough tough team tough out
1: uh we'll
0: see we'll see what ends up happening but that's what Just what I want to say in the World Series. Okay, on to college football, Everett. Not really breaking news anymore, but I guess it kind of leaked this morning technically. But Everett, uh, the Rose Bowl between Colorado and UCLA, Colorado players had a bit of a security issue. Uh, Apparently, while they were in the game, now, I don't know, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess this happened during the second half because at halftime, they probably
1: they hadn't I don't said know. anything. Yeah, they
0: probably would have been aware if if their stuff got swiped at halftime. But Everett um, jewelry was stolen from the Colorado players during their game at UCLA. So Everett,
1: yeah, <laughs> I I'm sorry, I didn't realize that that was my like my cue. Yeah, uh, Shadour can't do the Shadour. They, they they stop Shadour from doing the Shadour. Shador didn't even have the chance to do the Shador if they won that game. Uh, that 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 was that that. I mean, the Shadour, Shadour doing the Shadour makes such a difference in, in the game that such a difference. UCLA had to hire people to go rob the Colorado Buffaloes locker room so Shadour so I mean, can't do. I mean, the you
0: think I mean sign stealing's its whole thing. Okay, that's a, that's a whole budget, but. But the the more important budget is stealing the other players' stuff. That's how you really get under their skin. That's how you really throw them off their game plan if you just take their watches, take their rollies. That's how you really, really beat a Colorado Buffaloes team. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, that sounds kind of accurate for a Dion Sanders team. Um, from what everything Dion said, you know, he's got he's got his Louis. So did de- did Dion's Louis get stolen?
0: Did not confirm that. Uh, let me do some more research. I will get back to you on that. We, no confirmation there. I I just want to say though, it is. It is quite fitting though. Quick side tangent that immediately after the game, Dion was asked about uh, the struggles from his offensive line, and he said something along the lines of, "Simple as this, we need we need new linemen. We didn't get the right guys. Like that's what he was saying." And not not even forty eight hours after that, a uh, top JUCO. Uh, offensive tackle transfer has committed to Colorado now uh so hey it the recruiting pitch in a way it it works for some it it works for some people okay the whole shitting on your current players for some people they like that so hey, hey. I'm not the college football coach I I don't I don't know uh how awful of a move that truly was by Dion uh but we'll see we'll see uh I will say though it, it is I don't even know how that's possible to steal their stuff at the, like, I honestly don't even know how, like how, how is there no security there? Like how, yeah, how there's
1: no security by the locker room. People can just get in. Like maybe it's like cleaning staff or something, but I, I honestly, like, I feel like one of the only ways for it to make sense is that it is an inside job. Dion
0: swipe their stuff.
1: I mean, they could do that to like teach them a lesson, be like, hey, you know, no, actually, what? I'm I'm
0: actually you know what? trying to think like this is not about this. We're losing, show. we're like, losing we, games
1: yeah. and we're showing off Rolexes and jewelry that costs thousands of dollars. This is not what football is about. All right. Until we win, y'all don't get your shit back.
0: I like, and if I was a player, my only comeback to Dion, if that's true, is coach, you said it yourself. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, they pay good coach. So we're just trying to feel and look good right now. So that's a comeback. That's a comeback you can have. And Dion, Dion is like, shit, you got a point. Shit. Like, Dion, Dion won't contest you on that one. But hey, that's the only avenue I can see out of this. That's the only if you're a current player and and that did get swiped and it was an inside job. But gonna, you know, I'm just gonna assume I'm gonna assume it was not. that it wasn't, but I like your thought process. That would actually be the best way to send a message to the team. If I were Dion, just swipe steal all the shit and send a message. You're not getting this back until we start winning that. I mean, that would get that send the message quite clear to everybody. Uh, but okay. Uh, last little college football stuff. I wanted to say, uh, Got some got some interesting stuff uh, on the Ohio State defense that I don't necessarily want to dive into. But one thing I just want to say: Trevion Henderson has arrived. Everett he had 28 carries for nearly uh, for 207 yards of the 407 total yards of offense. Uh, wow! I I believe that that was the first time in his career he's had over 20 carries. I could be wrong, but I think that was. Oh. Oh god. But on we're we're seeing slight improvement from the Ohio State run offense, but we, we need to see some more over there. Kyle McCord, no comment. No comment after that game. Zero comment. All I gotta say, I don't know where this offense would be without Maserati. Without Maserati Marv, I have no idea where that's all I Um
1: say. right before you do these <laughs> and rankings. I'm gonna use the bathroom when you do that, by the way. But I did see this, which I was thinking about actually after you told me this before the show started um, about Clayton Toon being the the starter instead of Josh Dobbs and that he was benched. Uh, I have seen that it could just be the Vikings are trading for Josh Dobbs. which is a possibility. But uh, go ahead with your highs and rankings. I will be right back.
0: All right. Okay. All right. College, well, we're gonna start off with the team rankings. Uh, I've ha- got these up on the TikTok already, but we're gonna start off with the team rankings. Gonna go uh, gonna go 10 to one this time. Uh, actually yeah, 10 to 1. This is technically the first playoff announcement. So we're gonna go 10 to 1 here. Penn State, Alabama, Texas, Oklahoma, Oregon, Washington, Florida State, Georgia, Ohio State, and the Cheaters i want to explain some thought process here behind my selection and ranking so for the most part i want to start off with this if you beat a team already in the season you're ranked ahead okay for the most part it, it, well actually in this list every single team who is matched up with the others they're ranked ahead of the others so The results on the field have to matter, guys. What you do on the field needs to matter. And also for the one through five, although I don't think Washington has played like a top five team in college football over the past two weeks, they are undefeated. They have a win over Oregon, who's my number six team right now. So yes, they're still at number five. I'm not going to drop them. When it gets to Oregon, Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, though, if I were to just take those, those teams and just rank off the top of my head how good I think they actually are, I would not have Oklahoma ahead of Texas and Alabama. I believe if Oklahoma and Texas rematch in the Big 12 championship game, that Texas would win. Also, I believe if Texas and Alabama, eh, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. But... In terms of my personal rankings, I don't think Oklahoma is better than Texas and Alabama. But Oklahoma beat Texas, Texas beat Alabama. I can't I can't put Texas above Oklahoma. I, I can't do that. I can't put Alabama above Texas. I, I I can't do that. But when it comes to the one through five, all the undefeated teams, that is where. Yes, now the performance on the field does carry some weight, in my opinion. That's why I still have Michigan at number one. But if we were going off resume, Ohio State should be number one. I personally, as a man who's watched every snap of Ohio State football this season, I don't think we are playing like the number one team in the country. So I don't think we should be the number one team. If we're going off resume, sure. But I don't think that's how the committee ranks these. I don't. I don't think that's how it should be ranked. I don't think it should purely be off resume. The whole point of the playoff was to get the four best teams in, not the four most deserving, which has been a big argument. So yes, I have Michigan above Ohio State. I do. Sue me. Sue me. Uh, but those were kind of my. Whoa, whoa, breakdown. whoa! Hold
1: on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It took me a second to process. Did you that. hear them all?
0: Oh no, no, I'm I didn't hear all. any
1: of them. But yeah, I did hear you say. I did hear you say Michigan. I uh, do not refer to them as Michigan. That that gives them power. Um,
0: okay, sorry. I have the cheaters above us.
1: Okay? There you go.
0: And you know, I I understand the cheating puts a little stain on their uh, success thus far. Okay, it, it puts it changes your perspective on. You know, we need to see what Michigan is like moving forward without the cheating. Even though they already have scouts at all the games. Like, cheating's already been done for the season they've already done it uh regardless though i understand that can change some things i could change some opinions but back to that point i was just saying the cheating's already been done like they're gonna have those signs for the year like that that's gonna be a thing so what you've been seeing from michigan thus far it might slightly decrease to a degree and they will be playing better teams so it naturally should but i'm still putting them one. still putting them one for my number one team I'm gonna I'm gonna put who I think is the best team in college football not the most deserving
1: Grant's putting his pride aside
0: yeah it, me putting putting them
1: at number one now did you also do your Heisman rankings yet not yet About do this okay. right now okay so uh yeah this one we're
0: gonna start from one work our way down bit, bit of a tougher time getting these rankings done but Michael Penix, J.J. McCarthy, Jaden Daniels, Marvin Harrison, Jordan Travis, Bo Nix, Dylan Gabriel, and the list stops right here. Uh, Nobody else deserves those eight through 10 spots. That's the list. Just those seven names. Those are the only people that could win the Heisman as of right now, unless true college football chaos breaks down. Then Carson Beck, you are the 2023 Heisman winner, but yeah fraud alert for carson back never mind never mind it is just those seven it is just those <laughs> seven. it is just those seven thank you thank yeah, you fire they, station uh, I we get do not number, pay
1: them but... once again we do not pay them nope i oh, was no. actually too scared to go up and talk to them the one time we did oh see i was them, so... so
0: nervous uh we don't pay them we don't contact them we do not tell them when we're recording we do not give them any information that is all of that so yeah. we gotta shout them out, but that's what I had on college football update uh, for the Heisman rankings. Really up for, really up for grabs,
1: though. Like, no, really, really up for grabs.
0: It's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting this Heisman race. But that's all I had on college football, Everett. Uh, unless you got
1: anything else. I, I don't. I don't have anything else in college football. Actually, no. There is one thing. All right. Uh, if you don't know, all right. If you are a new listener, all right. I am associated with Tulane football roll fucking wave. Okay. I need to hear it out of you. Roll fucking wave. Oh, r- okay, roll I'm not getting fucking wave. Thank you. It's Tulane podcast. Okay. Um, but, but last week we played at, at rice. Okay. I was there. Uh, I was on rice's sideline. Okay. I was a, a ball, a ball runner. Okay. I had one of the, uh, more interesting experiences i've ever had at a football game probably one of the sickest experiences actually i've ever had at a football game rice has a personal gummy worm distributor on the sideline to which i got multiple gummy worms from did you run a forensic lab test
0: on the gummies no Missed opportunity, but go. Don't, don't it
1: was a missed opportunity. But considering it was just me, um, I, I don't know if they'd be willing to, to do that to me and all of their players because I came from the same bag. But um, this guy has a shoulder sling bag, like you know, the the hot dog things that people walk around with at baseball games is like the oh, giant box, yeah. yeah. So he's got one of those, but it's just filled to the brim with coming worms. and he dips his hand in the bag. Does he have a glove just...
0: on like the other guy?
1: I don't think so. I think he's raw dog. I, th- I think he was raw dogging it.
0: Even, even more hard.
1: Okay. Yeah. But he just walked up and down the sideline. He's like, hey, man. He like di- didn't even say anything. No communication. Just ha- held out held his hand with gummy worms in it. Looked at you. You look at him. Take the gummy worms.
0: Now, help me out here. I've seen this trend going around. USC has a gummy worm guy now as well. When did this <laughs> movement really start? Uh, like
1: i don't he, know who he, the og gummy worm guy is that's okay. the thing okay, I, okay. I, if, it, if, if it is rice if rice is the og gummy worm guy
0: we might have our yeah, new lock.
1: they doing it right though they, they were doing it right yeah
0: they're, they're there's they got something
1: going on over there
0: something's going on over there in is rice is that in houston near houston
1: yes it's in houston so
0: Houston. houston we have a problem uh so we'll see we'll see we'll see where this goes forward but i i can't i'm sorry i can't help but think like what what if what if the gummy worm guy grabs the wrong back and now caleb williams is you know a little out of it for the second half uh
1: yeah he was reading too many books all right yes
0: thank you thank you that's that's our new um uh
1: comparison
0: metaphor for uh for that like uh eating a sandwich and uh how i met your mother uh but yeah yeah okay on to nfl though
1: right okay
0: on to nfl okay uh okay we'll end off with the flag football stuff i i I just want to start off real quick uh everett uh just some fun facts the broncos beat patrick mahomes for the first time in his career last sunday first time in mahomes's career that he has lost to the denver broncos i believe uh was 18 mahomes first year 17 i think it was seven
1: well he remembered he didn't play his first season
0: well that's what i'm saying like starter well no actually 17? he did
1: play the broncos he played the broncos the first last game week. ever the last week of the season
0: okay but Mahomes might be like I think
1: it was. I think it was 2018. Now. I think it was 2018.
0: Now. 11 and one now. I I believe it's double digits. But actually,
1: yeah, it had to be 2018 because 2017 was uh the Nick Foles year, and I think Jalen Hurts came out in the same draft as Patrick Mahomes, or was it a one Wait, later?
0: Se- oh, 2017's Nick Foles. That might be D Ford offsides. Patriots go to the Super Bowl, this year is that is that it Uh,
1: hold on we're just gonna fact check this i don't know why we're i don't know why we're.
0: is his first year
1: well no no because because uh 2017 draft he was drafted in 2017 which means april 2017 which is the year so his first season is 20 the 2017 season and that Super Bowl yes. that nick pulled okay. Super Bowl was remember
0: correct. 2018 was his rookie year. It was? Yes. Or okay. not rookie year, 2018, first year as a starter.
1: First year, but he played at the end, technically, of okay, okay. way too much shit there. But you get too many things there. going on for us.
0: He he hasn't lost. He's won a lot of games against the Broncos, is the point here. And the Broncos finally slayed the dragon. Uh there was that. Uh Cowboys absolutely slaughtered the Rams. I have no idea if the Rams are a good football team or not, to be determined. We'll see. Uh, Great Chargers win against Tyson Badgen. Uh, Any win is a win, okay? Uh, Any given Sunday, okay? So all wins are uh, impressive. Uh, But Everett, the thing I really want to talk about, uh, Brock Purdy, certified fourth-quarter choker. Uh, I mean, or Or,
1: or we'll Uh, do like a news headline. Brock Purdy, certified fourth-quarter choker or massive concussion enthusiast.
0: I uh, yeah one of the other now that I, I did think it was really funny that for a second Brock Purdy might have gotten the tush push banned because he had his concussion on the QB snake And I was thinking it nothing would be funnier than if a, a Niners player causes the tush push to get banned by them trying to do the tush push on offense and an injury occurs so it gets banned but 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 yeah Brock Purdy this is you know Hey, all I'm saying, Justin Fields is the quarterback at San Francisco 49ers. My God, my God, my God. We'd have to end the league already. I have to shut it down already. Uh, however, that, that did not happen. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, Brock. We'll see what happens. We're still we're still rocking with you, but we'll see. We'll see.
1: I mean, I still think, look, we we're holding him to a higher standard right now, though, because of what he did last year. Like, this isn't abnormal. Technically, this is his rookie season because he only played, what, like six games last year? So the development that we'd be seeing normally sure from want, normally from a rookie quarterback in their first season is now what we're seeing from Brock Purdy. Like, you can't hold him to, to those things. Wait, we already to know, did also.
0: Cincinnati have a boombox pregame? Because if that's the I case, then, he gets, then I, he gets a pass. That's he gets a pass.
1: Well, you might have to check that one. I am not sure.
0: Yeah, but, but yeah, I Brocky, Brocky, Brocky. We would turn this around a little bit. We would turn around a little. A slow October did go the way we thought.
1: I I just also think you know he he has played so well to to the extent over the and, until like a couple weeks ago, and to me, all right, now we're kind of seeing okay, this team wins when he plays well, doesn't win when he plays bad, and to me, that's kind of a signifier that like the quarterback is. An important factor for them, unlike what we thought previously, where you could put any quarterback in and be fine. And with Brock Purdy, though, like I said, he played what four, four, five, six games last season, and two or three of them were in the playoffs. And no confirmation on that. But yes. and because of that, you know, <laughs> like he didn't, he didn't have like a typical rookie season. So a lot of the mistakes we see from rookies making he's making now and I don't think it's fair to be like yeah so now we're going to bench him now he's not going to be a, a well, starter for the 49ers but or that. or or now he's not going to be the the starter for the for the 49ers of the future and you know every quarterback has rough patches no matter if they're a rookie or not but also give him give him a little bit of slack like yeah he's got all these weapons but also he hasn't had the same developmental period that rookie quarterbacks had their first season so a lot of those mistakes are just coming out now and that's not the end of the world my
0: my one question there is Brock Purdy. Now, also over these three games, he's had his star guys get hurt, go out. So Trent went out for a game. Debo's been out. Uh, now, one thing I'd like to yeah, I mean, obviously any quarterback, if you're losing your left tackle and one of your best weapons, obviously it's going to be more difficult. However, I just want to say my my whole point of this is that Brock Purdy isn't elevating the Niners to their true potential, whatever the hell that means. My whole point is Brock Purdy can steer the shit. Brock Purdy cannot mess up. Brock Purdy, you know, can keep your team in a position to win. I mean, you got McCaffrey just to hand the ball off. How hard is it really? Uh, I'm kidding. But it's the turnovers that, oh, shit, Brock. This is the thing. Brock doesn't need to go above and beyond and win the Niners a game. He doesn't need to do that for them to win. However, though, when we've seen Brock mess up now, three straight weeks, they've lost all three times. Uh, You know, so... I think that's
1: kind of credence to how important he is to them.
0: Well, the... To a degree, but this thing—it's not like Brock is going out there and throwing 400 yards, and then also no, yeah, he's a—he he is not—he
1: is not a Patrick like he's not that he's a game manager. He's a Philip Rivers type quarterback. A, a like he's not—he's and by that or like a Ben like by that I mean like he's not going to be making spectacular plays like Patrick Mahomes doing. He's standing in the pocket. He's trying to make smart decisions, not throwing interceptions. Okay, and. Because of that when you start playing poorly and you're throwing those interceptions, yeah, your team's going to suffer because you're not making up for them. He's not making up for those plays and the reason why he's so good in that system is because he hasn't been throwing interceptions. He doesn't turn the ball over and now that he has been doing it, it's not working as well. But it doesn't mean that he's not going to be good for them going forward.
0: I so I'll I'll give some slight pushback on that one. I I just I feel as if though, you know, Purdy's not going to take the Niners to the next level. That's my whole point. So I, I also that. don't know what the and if next, the Niners like, this, want to be Jalen Hurts on the Eagles.
1: But that's see, that's what my point is. The style of quarterbacking is much different. Like, yeah, okay. If, if if the 49ers had Lamar Jackson, like that's a completely like obviously there are going to be styles of quarterback play and quarterbacks specifically that we're going to say, yeah, they're better than Brock Purdy. Obviously, we'd want to have them on the team because they would take it, they they'd make the team better. But Brock Purdy is not a bad quarterback i'm not saying he's but awful. like the thing that. is like I'm if, he, saying, doesn't turn, it's not if like he doesn't
0: turn like he's a top 10 quarterback
1: no you but if saying? he doesn't i mean until the last couple of weeks he technically had been but 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 obviously stats say it obviously he's not the same level of player as lamar jackson as Patrick Miles, as I like Josh is how the
0: first name out there I'll, because we've been talking about it. Right. We,
1: we've been talking about it when it comes to like running around and like how it would work with the 49ers' office because we talk about Justin Fields all the time.
0: But okay, I got to make one point clear I I don't give a shit if the quarterback runs for a thousand yards in a seat, I don't care at all. That's not the reason why I think Justin Fields is dangerous. Okay, I could not care less. If he put up, if he was playing this year and put up like 1,800 rushing yards, I don't care. For me, the thing about mobile quarterbacks is the extending play factor. Kyle Shanahan described it as fail safes in his offense. That's why he wanted Lance over Justin. He described it as an extra fail safe where he thought Lance made more off-platform sidearm throws at different arm slots where he thought Lance, if he had a D end in his face, Justin could make that guy miss too, but he thought Lance did a better job at getting that ball out and getting a completion. This is the thing about a Purdy. Now, Mahomes is an unfair comparison, okay? So we're not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say Lamar either. Uh, It is though the slightly mobile quarterbacks, for example, Joe Burrow, we don't look at him as like a runner, okay? But it's being able to evade quick pass rushers in the pocket, navigate the pocket, step up, and complete busted plays. Third and long, you guys are blanketed. You need to quickly scramble, roll out a little bit, uh, impromptu play. That's the thing where Brock Purdy can't bail you out of that No, shit.
1: I, but that's what I've been saying. That's what I have been saying. The, my whole point with Brock Purdy was Brock Purdy is a game manager, he stands in the pocket and he throws the ball. The whole point of Brock Purdy is that he doesn't make mistakes, that he didn't make mistakes. Now he's having growing pains where that's happening, and obviously we're seeing the repercussions, which is why I was saying, okay, hey, like he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Justin Fields. He's not any of these quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, who make off-schedule plays who have the ability to go out of the pocket and do crazy throws or go on the run or anything like that. He's not that player. And obviously, if the 49ers had that kind of player... That that would be better than Brock Purdy. But I don't think it's fair to say Brock Purdy can't take the 49ers to the Super Bowl just because all the players around him, if he's not messing up... Oh, of course up, he can. If... Jimmy Garoppolo took him to the Super Bowl. So then, so then the next level for them doesn't necessarily change much. If Brock Purdy's not making... Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah,
1: it does. If Brock Purdy's not making errors, which is what he was doing last year, he was not making errors last year, which is why he got them all the way to the NFC Championship game and probably would have gotten to the Super Bowl if he didn't tear his UCL. So if that's the case... I would agree, yes. If that's the case, then there's not really a next level because that level... like the, the whole point is to win the Super Bowl, to get to the Super Bowl. That's, that's the top level. And if Brock Purdy gets you there, there's not a higher level than that. You can get a higher level of play, but that doesn't mean the higher level is any like you're at the cap meaning no matter how many players you add or what who, who you have on the team you might be a better overall team but you're not getting to the next level because you're at that level already
0: i i'm very well this, this the niners haven't won the super bowl yet
1: so but I, I but what i'm saying is if brock purdy like what you and i just said right if brock purdy was healthy he'd make the super bowl okay that's what we said for last season well
0: I mean, we'd like to think so. Yeah.
1: But that's what we were saying. And that's kind of that. That's kind of the top levels making the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. So if you, if if that's if that's what we're that's saying, what I'm saying. Is-
0: okay. Okay. I know. I know. See, so uh, Niners, I think statistically, they maybe not had the number one offense, but like at worst, number three, mm-hmm. correct? Regardless, sure. let's pretend they had the number one offense last year. Okay. Let's say they were putting up, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Let's say they averaged 30 points a game. Okay. With Brock. I, uh, I would say no. They they can take a further step. If they had a better quarterback. That thirty would go up to like. No,
1: I, but I'm I'm also I'm not saying that Brock Purdy's the best quarterback in the NFL by no margins. Like, well, my, my point whole- is that
0: it's just oh my god, if the Niners did, like, they thought it would be Trey Lance. That obviously
1: yeah. No, be. if the if the Niners did have Lamar Jackson, would it be a better offense? Yes. If well, my point is, if like Justin Fields and Justin Fields is good, would they, they have a better get offense? Better. Yes. No, they, they can obviously have a better quarterback than Brock Purdy, but my whole point is Brock Purdy is not a bad quarterback. Brock Purdy can do the things that the 49ers need him to do in order for them to win games. The whole issue is that currently, he's turning the ball over, and that's the one thing that for him, if he's doing that, they're not going to win because he doesn't make up for the other things. For those quarterbacks who are like, let's say, Lamar, right? Lamar could throw an interception, but the next play, he might make an off-schedule play and run for 50 yards. He's making up for it. Brock Purdy, if he starts throwing interceptions in the game, he's not going to make up for it. But he's less likely on average the way a quarterback, the way that he plays specifically, is more built on not making the mistakes like other quarterbacks might make. And because of that, they can be more lethal because he's just getting the ball into tighter areas. Like it's just a different style of quarterback. I think all my points have been made here. Uh, You, you and I, you and I, I, you and I aren't arguing against each other at all. Like that's kind of the thing. You and I, like, we're both saying the same thing.
0: Well, what I'm just saying is Niners. They are capped with their ceiling. There's certain ways they can win, and there's certain ways they can't. And I, I yeah, but that doesn't mean that they can't win the Super Bowl. I'm aware, but I was just saying. Two weeks ago I was under the impression they're the favorite. Uh gotta go through San Fran to win this soupy. Now I don't know who it runs through. I, I don't we don't do the rankings anymore, but I don't I couldn't tell you if I don't we don't have a clear cut best team in football right now. So this year, eh, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: We'll see uh okay we've been going on for a minute uh we can speculate about anything for the trade trade deadline that happens tomorrow but honestly this season for the nfl is so difficult it's it's really difficult to say if there's going to be any big trades i don't expect the vikings to do anything to be honest uh i think that with nick Mullins coming off of ir in a couple weeks and with jaron hall there it really doesn't make sense for them to trade for somebody else like you're giving up draft capital for a player who probably doesn't make that big of a difference. Um, Like Jameis Winston is not going to win you more games than Nick Mullins is like Jameis is not going to take you into the Super Bowl. Like it's not
0: purely for just like a fun hype factor.
1: No. Yeah. And, (laughs) and like, I don't know, Jacoby Brissett like is not going to win you more games. Like, I think the Vikings are just going to see what they have in Jaron Hall. and Nick Mullins coming back. Nick Mullen's going to start. And it's also not the first time that the Vikings have had a quarterback go out with injury on in the season, and they've had a backup come and play for the rest of the season. Guess what? The last time that happened, the Vikings almost went to the Super Bowl. So I- I'm cautiously, I have to be cautiously optimistic and hope that for, for the best and hope that Jaron Hall plays very well. But we'll see. And we'll see how well Kevin O'Connell schemes him up when it BYU comes to anybody product, else. correct? BYU product, yep. So when it comes to anything
0: else from Zach Wilson
1: and any other team don't really know how it's going to go. So we'll have to reflect on it for next episode, but let's end this episode with Olympic flag football.
0: Yeah. So Olympic flag football. So obviously it's been kind of a big debate now. Uh, I think Jason Kelsey also formally announced that he will not participate in the 2028 Olympic flag football or flag football Olympics. Uh, But Travis Hunter announced his Olympic flag football team. He did offense and defense. I'll quickly say defense, but it's the offense that we're more so concerned about here. He's got Mahomes, Bijan, Travis Hunter himself at receiver, Tyreek, Kyle Pitts. That's his offense. For his defense, Sertain, Ramsey, no Jair Alexander, Minka at safety, himself as the other safety, and Micah Parsons at rusher, but i don't really know flag football rules i guess it's last like a time i checked it's like and five then the rusher, seconds yeah i got no idea i got no idea what the rules are
1: but i mean ideally if if you really want to rush because it's just pulling a flag
0: here's speed uh like actually like tyreek is rushing. yeah
1: give me tyreek <laughs>
0: tyreek is rushing. like literally like if your job is just pull the flag yeah like actually tyreek should be the rusher literally good point uh but We're going to give our Olympic flag football teams, okay? Going to give ours, and we've agreed for the most part, the first one's a little contentious, but we've agreed that Lamar Jackson, Tyreek, and Justin Jefferson are locks. We've agreed that they are going to be the starters if available, no matter what. You can debate Mahomes, but guys, it's flag football. Speed is essentially the only thing that matters, okay? And we're going up against, we're going up against DBs that might have not, I might not have much experience with, forget flag football, any football at all. Like, I have no idea what the worldwide knowledge of football is. So, like, genuinely, we might be going up against, like, the Italian national soccer team and there's, like, screw it, play football for the week. Like, I have no idea. No idea what's going to happen. But we've agreed. Lamar, Tyreek, Jenison, Locke. So here are the rest. Got one running back. One wide receiver and a tight end to go along with it. And a coach. And a coach. Good point. And a coach. My coach, definitely not a troll pick. Definitely not. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. Waddle. Waddle as that third receiver. And Kyle Pitts at tight end. I was going to say, Kelsey, I'm not picking a chief. No. Speed kills here, okay? But, and my head coach. Mike Vrabel and I only picked him because I know that he would never consider it for a for a heartbeat. I know Vrabel would never consider being the Olympic coach, so that's why I picked him.
1: Okay, um, I got to switch some stuff up now. Uh, I let you go first. Um, my mistake. Okay, uh, you you took my you took my player took my players. This technically is not supposed to be play your or your... Play yours. Play yours. Uh, th- this is not, not me. Suppo- I put a
0: finger up for that one.
1: This is not supposed to be a draft. Um, but I, I don't want to have the same answers as you. We're not we're not gonna do that. Uh yeah. Uh before this, Grant told me he was gonna take uh he was gonna take uh Travis Kelsey. So I had Kyle Pitts. Um Yeah, you took Kyle Pitts. <clears throat> so you know what? I'm I'm still gonna keep Kyle Pitts in there. Uh, but I'm going to do some other different stuff. Okay, here are my running back, wide receiver, tight end, and coach. Might take
0: Brock Bowers. I'd accept that,
1: but... Speed, speed, though, speed, though. Well, Um, Brock
0: Bowers runs jet sweeps for Georgia. I know he's hurt now, but I don't know another tight end who is trusted to run jet sweeps for the number one team in the country.
1: True, true. All right, here's my team, though. Running back, Tajay Spears. Wide receiver... Marquise Brown, tight end, Kyle Pitts, and head coach Mike McDaniel.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the correct answer there at the head coach spot. That is the correct answer there. Uh, that Hollywood pick. Okay, okay. I like that Hollywood. Dude, we do need some show business out there. You are correct <laughs> there. So, yeah, actually, Hollywood, I'm with that. Some other names, though, that I was thinking, Jamar, of course, but DK. Stephon digs dk dk at receiver now i know it's flag football like it is speed which kills but still just on deep fade routes dk is what six four so there is a little physicality involved there on the outside garrett bit of a homer pick if i said that uh i'm well i mean if we if we really want to go out there stroud uh, Garrett Olave and JSN uh, Marv <laughs> off the bench, uh, but yeah, like uh, no Marv at tight end. The hell am I saying? Uh, but yeah, yeah, that'd be the homer, but, that'd be the full Homer draft right there. And
1: Urban as know, head coach, Ma- <laughs> Mike McDaniel better be the head coach. Yes, yes. Letting that offensive scheme just yes. absolutely mert. Oh my god, the other other play- other countries wouldn't know what hit them. Um, Have,
0: ever ever what is going to be going through italian db's mind when they see the quick tyreek motion they're gonna be like what the fuck that's wizardry what the hell
1: harry <laughs> <laughs> mcguire's okay, actually, just standing opposite to him he's like what the fuck is going actually, on here we
0: got we got a little bit of time so i was thinking of an all-time olympic flag football team michael vick's the quarterback correct we don't
1: even need to go further, correct? Yeah. And he played in the American Flag Football League post retirement. Oh my God.
0: I actually forgot about that. Wait, he has the most experience out of anyone there. So
1: Michael Vick, uh, quarterback, Randy Moss at wide receiver. Of course. Tyreek uh, is still there too. Tyreek is still there. And Calvin Johnson?
0: Well, I was saying everything else is now like running back. I was thinking Chris Johnson for the speed. I was thinking Chris Johnson, but like I will accept so many answers there. You could say Barry tree, Sanders, Tree Archer, Tree Archer,
1: it. Tree Archer.
0: If it's Madden Mobile plus two speed boost, Tree Archer. <laughs> <Yeah. then> yes. <laughs> um, but I was saying, like, running back. There are so many routes you could go. I will. I'll take. I'll take McCaffrey there. I'll take Camara there. Adrian Peterson. hundred percent. Yes. Like there are so many options at running back. Like I actually feel like we can't go wrong at running back.
1: Let, like still whoever. taking Mike McDaniel for head coach.
0: Yes, yes. But for running back, it could be anyone. I might, I might go, I might go Parcells or Walsh though. I might no. go one of those guys. Offensive run McDaniel Was it uh uh wait, wait, I'm gonna get this right. Uh yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, no, not gonna get that one right. Never mind, never mind. Okay. Uh, for that all time though, it's a little bit. You gotta think twice. You gotta think twice there.
1: Yeah, my nose is leaking though, so I'm I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna end enough. this here.
0: Okay. Uh, I will just say so much- though, Gronk. I think Gronk would actually be awful in flag football. He would get penalized <sighs> for unnecessary roughness every single play. Yeah. He would get targeting even though there's no like hitting. Like he would. He could
1: eject it. Hey, can we get the uh the oh my surprise? god targeting
0: well, needs to be in flag football can
1: we get the surprise random braxton Berrios pick at wide receiver
0: i i think i think that'd be a well-deserved spot i, th- I think that'd be a well-deserved place for him
1: fast guy though
0: smart guy too hard yeah. worker
1: yeah all right with the his thing playbook? You- Thank you guys so much for watching. Those who raise five stars, you can find us on Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, and on Twitter at Waterboy Pod. Make sure to follow me and Grant on Twitter at ever Six and Waterboy. Grant. We post new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube and all podcast podcast platforms. You don't want to miss those. Make sure to turn notifications on on YouTube so you don't miss anything that we upload. Post new TikToks every Tuesday to Sunday, unless Grant misses it on Sunday, in which case yeah, we post that's on Monday. the one
0: day most likely to get missed. Saturday um, uploads can be a little inconsistent too. We post new
1: graphics on Instagram two times a week. Don't miss that. So make sure to follow us there and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Waterboys out.